Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for the Jordan Harbinger show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. 
Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hey, it's Sam. Welcome back to Radio Headspace and to Thursday. Over the last few months, I've been working on my thesis for my second master's in emotion science, and I've realized that compassion and empathy often get confused. There's also some misunderstanding about what compassion fatigue actually is and how we can preserve our well-being while showing compassion to those around us. So today, let's break down these terms. What is empathy exactly? Empathy describes our ability to understand and experience the internal states of others. To a certain extent, emotions are contagious and experiencing empathy tends to make us more cooperative and act in ways that can help the people around us. Researchers have split empathy into two distinct categories, cognitive and affective empathy. Cognitive empathy is our ability to understand how someone is feeling, and affective empathy is the ability to feel what another person is feeling. Empathy may help us open to compassion, but it doesn't guarantee that we'll have it. In fact, affective empathy can lead us to absorb others' emotions without being able to tell the difference between our own feelings and someone else's feelings. This can result in what researchers call empathic distress, which is a leading component of burnout, especially in caregivers and medical staff. And that doesn't mean our compassion is being fatigued. In fact, self-compassion is the very thing that can help us find resiliency in moments of empathic distress. When we're able to set a boundary between our own feelings and those of others, we prevent the unwanted absorption of other people's emotions. We also retain our ability to regulate our own emotions. With empathy, we can absorb all kinds of feelings like pride, anger, joy, and fear without realizing we've done so. With compassion, we have more choice. There's a desire to help someone in the midst of suffering and we choose to greet their suffering with kindness and acceptance. Interestingly, researchers have pinpointed reasons why we may choose not to be compassionate, like when the well-being of a person's suffering seems too difficult to improve. So what can we do to maintain this important boundary and still choose compassion? When you feel yourself starting to absorb another's emotional state, you can put a hand on your heart and say something like, This is really hard to witness. I'm here and I can see how hard this is for you right now. And remind yourself that you're not alone, that many other people around the world confront scenarios like this every day, and that it's part of a human life lived with others. Then see if you can offer yourself some words of kindness. I like to think of the words coming from the most loving part of myself. I like to say, I see your pain, and I'll be here with you for as long as you need. I see how hard this is, and I see how much you want to feel ease and a sense of relief right now. 
this self-compassionate moment will allow you to extend compassion to the person that you're with. And if you're a caregiver, I also have a meditation called Self-Compassion for Caregivers in the Headspace app if you want to check it out. Until next time, thanks for listening, and I'll see you back here soon. Hi, everyone. It's Dora. If you like Radio Headspace, I have a feeling you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring each mindfulness teacher from Radio Headspace and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering your questions and sharing our unique perspectives on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, friends.